Stock have too high a price? Buy a slice. Trade fractional shares of your favorite U.S. stocks and ETFs in any dollar amount you choose with zero commissions online. Get started at fidelity.com slash stocks by the slice. Fractional share quantities can be entered to three decimal places if the value of the order is at least one cent. Dollar-based trades can be entered to two decimal places. Sell orders are subject to an activity assessment fee from one cent to three cents per $1,000 of principal. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. If your go-to card is a debit card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cash back on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cash back. And there are no fees, period. Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. Three of them have gone on one Victoria, date with him. P, those are his girlfriends. Right. Everybody else is like some girl he talked to briefly at a party <laughs> a couple of times. Maybe like pecked. Yeah. Maybe yeah. made out with. That's true. He's made out with a lot. Yeah. It's of like them. you got drunk at a party and you made out with a guy one time and then you're like, he's my boyfriend. Welcome to Here to Make Friends, a HuffPost podcast about The Bachelor franchise, where we lovingly snark on The Bachelor and Bachelor-adjacent shows. Whether you love The Bachelor or love to hate it, we're here to break down every delicious moment with you. I'm Emma Gray. And I'm Lee Blickley. Guys, today I just want to tell you a little bit about what I perceived to be my truth in the moment that I was asked for my truth. I had a responsibility to tell you, my beloved podcast listeners, the truth that I felt in my heart was the truth then. I'm not saying it's the truth now, but my truth is the truth. And my truth is, this season is a little rough. Like, the turbulence has caused literal bruises. So this week, Lee is off in Park City, enjoying Sundance. So our wonderful colleague, Elise Foley, who you might recognize from our show in D.C., uh, thankfully came on up here to fill in. Thanks for joining us. Thank you so much for taking me away from impeachment coverage for an evening. I mean, look, there are two major events going on in America right now, and we're here to talk about the more important one. (laughs) The one with an equal number of lies? I don't know. Yeah. But, oh my gosh, Elise, I had trouble with last night's episode. I enjoyed certain parts of it a lot. I felt like there was some fun behind the scenes stuff and breaking the fourth wall, which I very much enjoy always. The Victoria date was the highlight for me. Awesome. So good. Great TV. Yeah, she's bad, but the date was good. Exactly. (laughs) Uh, we, We begin with some, like, cheeky music playing. We cut to the Bachelor Mansion. The girls are all just like sitting around in their PJs talking about Alea and how she'll definitely never come back. And they're just so glad all that drama is obviously over forever. Um, and then Chris Harrison arrives and he's like, who wants a biscuit? What was up with the biscuits? Did they follow through on I the I never saw them. I'm like, that is so <laughs> mean. If you like told me, like, come into this room, like, there, yes. <laughs> there are fresh biscuits, and then it's like, actually, go pack your are suitcase. Are biscuits a Cleveland thing? I, I oh, wow. I have no idea. <laughs> I've are only they? been there once. 
I've never been to Cleveland. I'm going this for is the not a knock Republican against Cleveland. We, it's oh, beautiful. Yeah, it's we nice. will. We will. We can get into Cleveland. Later. I know we're not going to do Cleveland dirty like the <laughs> the show did. Man, rough rough edit for Cleveland. So rude. <laughs> um, yeah, no biscuits. It was a real cruelty. Chris is like, don't worry, guys. Peter is here for you. And he thinks one of you is his wife, for sure. So, like, don't worry that he's been losing his mind and that all of you have been losing your minds. Like, it's fine because it's time to leave L.A. Dramatic pause. We're going to Cleveland. I have to say, this was my favorite of all of the announcements of traveling somewhere. Because usually because they definitely make they them. Yeah, they make them, like, refilm that five times. Right. They're like, Rhode Island. I've always dreamed of going. Yeah, they're like, West Virginia. <laughs> and this is, again, like, not, oh. a, not a knock against any. Cleveland. I just feel like pretty much any, most cities in the United States, if you're like, we're going to world travel, you're not, like, so thrilled to go to, like, a third tier city any in any state oh, this is not oh, a man <laughs> okay not th- whatever i mean like not one of like the biggest cities right in the united states like a from, like, and you're in la so right you're, you're like, in la you're already in <laughs> you're like one, in a mansion yeah it's like you're, you're gonna go to cleveland and stay in a hilton the, honestly no, the, not the, sweet, the sweet looked Look nice. nice the sweet looked very nice i mean honestly i think that most of the excitement that the women actually feel is just like oh we get to get the fuck out of this house yeah leaving like, I would be excited, too. Yeah. I would be like, I don't care where you take me. Are you saying I get to walk in an airport among people <laughs> that aren't these, like, 15 women that I've been sitting on a couch with yeah. for, like, 12 days? Yeah. Uh, so they arrive in Cleveland. Not not super excited, but Peter is going to make it up to the Cleveland Tourism Board. He knows a lot about Cleveland. Like, the fact that Clark Kent is definitely from Cleveland. I had an observation about this, which is that this morning I Googled (laughs) Clark Kent, and one of the things on Google that it suggested was Cleveland. And it turns out that the people who made Superman are from Cleveland. So Cleveland is trying to, like, claim it. Okay. So it's a thing. Okay, so it is is based in some truth. No, that is helpful because I was just like— I swear Smallville was not in Ohio. Exactly. I was like, I don't know a lot about Superman, but, but I, I did. So. I did watch the I did watch WB Smallville. show, so. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure there were, like, a lot of cornfields in it because they were in Kansas. Um, okay. I'm glad that that was based in something and not just, like, This is my Peter extensive being, research. No, thank you for your <laughs> investigative reporting, Elise. That's why we, you know, that's why we bring in that's the big guns. Yeah. <laughs> okay, fine. I'll forgive... <laughs> Peter a little, because clearly that information was fed to him. Uh, meanwhile, the women are just like, wow, Midwestern people. They just have big hearts. They were like, the community here is so tight-knit. Like, how do you know? Who <laughs> also, have you it's talked like a, to? It's like a <laughs> metropolitan city. Like, maybe. <laughs> sure. Also, like, what community? Like, the entire city of Cleveland? I guess. I don't know. I don't know. Not a Cleveland ep- expert. Um, yeah, I think they were just, like, feeling feeling guilty. Like, the producers were like, you really shot, the, like, chat the bed with uh, <laughs> your excitement for Cleveland. Um, but, yeah, they go to their nice penthouse. Everyone's just so ready to see their boyfriend. This has mm. been a thing that has been developing the last few seasons. Have you noticed this? Yeah. This, like, my boyfriend. I don't, I don't love it. I mean, I guess it makes sense. 
It does, but it's They're like, talking about, like, becoming his wife, which yeah. also, I'm like, mm. but that's the point of the show. But the boyfriend, it's like, man, I wouldn't be cool with my boyfriend dating so many other women. Well, exactly. Like, he's not I mean, really... I mean, I couldn't go on the show. <laughs> yeah, for a, a lot of reasons. <laughs> yeah, I would lose my mind. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. I don't know about the boyfriend thing. Every time, and sometimes the people who say it, like, in this instance, um, it was somebody who I was like, who are you? It was Kiara, I think, and it was like I, re- I, I feel, remember her. Yeah, I like her, but clearly she's spent next to no time with Peter. I mean, that's why all the women are angry this yeah. episode because they have had no time with him. So then it feels weird for them all to be referring to him as their boyfriend when yeah. only like like three Madison, of them, three of them have gone on one Victoria, date with him. Pete, those are his girlfriends. Right. Everybody else is like some girl he talked to briefly at a party a couple of times. <laughs> Maybe like pecked. Yeah. Maybe yeah. made out with. That's true. He's made out with a lot. Yeah. It's of like them. you got drunk at a party and you made out with a guy one time and then you're like, he's my boyfriend. Although, to be honest, that's what I think happened with Victoria uh, F and Chase. Chase Rice. Oh, we will we get, get in, into, we'll get that into that later. Uh, I have a lot to. Lots of, I did do some research on Chase Rice. <laughs> so. McKenna continues to lose her mind. This is a theme now. Love McKenna's faces. Very memeable. She's she seems very annoying. I wouldn't enjoy hanging out with her. Her level of freaking out all the time is incredible. She, and she's <laughs> like, I. She always is like, this is what I deserve. I deserve this date, and then she never gets the date. And she always says Peter is missing out by not getting to know her, which is nice. <laughs> it's so obnoxious and so full of herself, but I'm like, yeah, McKenna, it's about you too. Yeah, it's not you just know what? about you. Got to respect that. <laughs> yeah. But then she's also she's very annoying. She's also I should clarify. <laughs> I know I'm, I'm, I'm in agreement with you about all of this. She's also like repeatedly talks about how Peter is basically her dream man, and it's just so upsetting that he doesn't know her heart. Yeah. It's very entitled, too, of like, well, I like him, so this is what I should get. He's my dream man that I've spoken to four times. A lot of these women, you get the sense that they've never not gotten a guy. And I believe they they have Which I'm sure is true. I'm sure it's very true. Like, it must be rough for them. Like, these are all, like, the hottest women wherever they live, and they definitely don't need help getting a date. Yeah. And suddenly... They're competing with 30 people for the attention of one, like, mediocre white dude. <laughs> um, sorry, half half Cuban. Half Cuban <laughs> dude. And, uh, yeah, it must be, like, it's like a new experience for them. Whereas yeah. I would be very comfortable being ignored I'd be by like, a man. I get it. I'd be like, yeah, this feels <laughs> this like most of my life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, walk into a bar and no one talks to me? Yeah. Sounds talk right. to my yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh my! You want to talk to my hotter friends? Yeah, yeah. I would feel very comfortable in that position. <laughs> um, all right. So Victoria's date. Yeah, Victoria gets the one-on-one, not McKenna. And the date card says, "Today our love soars to great heights." And Victoria freaks out immediately because she says she's afraid of heights. We need to talk about this. <laughs> Multiple people have sent me yes. a post on Instagram. Uh, from 2014, in which Victoria Fuller is skydiving. So weird. <laughs> I mean, maybe she was doing it as some sort of, like, fear immersion. <laughs> like, mm. when people, like, get in a thing of spiders to conquer but their fear. But she just talks so—it's not even like she, <laughs> or she's like, maybe I've she done skydiving it. and I 
Oh yeah, or she's, she's like knows to manipulate the producers by saying she's afraid of something I that mean, she loves. I always say I would do that. Like I'm so afraid of puppies. <laughs> Terrified of had a lot of like I Annalise want this level trauma. Date. I know. This I feel like roller coasters are my nightmare. Nightmare. Yeah. yeah. Play play a clip of no, a roller coaster. This date actually kind of rolled. It was looked fun. It looked really fun. Um, but I'm just saying, calling bullshit on Victoria Fuller being afraid of heights. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff about Victoria Fuller. That is bullshit, yeah. Um, Obviously, we've already touched on her, like, latent white supremacy, so. Yes. Yeah. Um, Peter is going to take her up in a tiny plane. Shock. To see Ohio. Is he a pilot? Oh, I don't, I don't know. Can you, can you Google that? (laughs) Uh, And they, you know, see the beauty of Cleveland from above. It looks very nice. And then they fly on over to Cedar Point Amusement Park. Apparently famous. I have been there. It oh, is really? Awesome. So, oh, okay. okay. I, this is such a weird thing. I was there one time in my life when I was a teenager, and I was at summer camp, and we were supposed to go on a camp trip with, like, a couple other camps um, to Michigan. But on the way there, a few people that we were on the bus with broke out in what they thought were chicken pox but in fact turned out to be chiggers bites oh very weird um but because they thought it was chicken pox we couldn't go to this other camp that we were supposed to go to so but we had already driven all the way from the east coast from like pennsylvania maryland we were in ohio Mm -hmm. at this time so they just like redirected these buses of teenagers to like a random like hojo and then we went to cedar point for the day and that That was like it was really really fun and I have only good memories of Cedar Point. It's a really fun amusement park. You didn't see any exes and I have didn't, to dance in no, front of them? I saw no exes. Um, n- yeah. And that is my whole experience, honestly, with Ohio. So Sounds nice. Yeah, it was. It was great. Cedar Point, a very famous and very fun amusement see, park. See, we are boosting Ohio. Exactly. I Cleveland. Sponsor Ohio, me, Cleveland. <laughs> They, so they're, they go on over to Cedar Point, and Victoria is suddenly just, like, on board with all of the crazy rides. They do they, one. They she's do, like, I'll do it again. Yeah, she's like, I'll do right it away. four times and be launched in the air. And then it looks like the most stomach drop-inducing ride possible. But she it was actually fun. into it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, they, of course, have to claim that this is, like, falling in love and, like, well, leap of faith. Of course. They also got shit weather. Did you notice all of a sudden it, they were like soaking wet and no one acknowledged it? Yep. <laughs> Victoria looks very pretty with um like slightly damp hair though. I know she did. It really she worked really for did. her. I wonder how I'd feel about her if I didn't know the that she was a white supremacist. The white lives matter Marlin yeah. situation. I think I would feel a lot better about her. I think I would still find her annoying cuz same, but, but uh, yeah, it it's just different. really hard to come back she from. She also seems kind of fun when she wants to be. Yeah. Like the basketball clip at the very end. And I also it's thought fun. that she and Peter actually have chemistry. They do. They, they totally do. They seem to have a good time together. This is one of the rare dates that we've had where we've gotten to just see two people Like laughing and engaging. And I like that refreshing. they went and sat and had a beer. Yeah. I was like, yeah, that looks like a fun date. Like, I want to go to Cedar Point. Yeah. Go on a roller coaster, have a beer. Sounds awesome. It, this actually looked like a good date. Yeah, it did. Um, until, uh, until yeah. you know. Later. Until it's time to move on to the, the second 
third phase of this yes. day portion. This is very exciting. First, we day. should talk about the weird toast. You mean they sit at a diner and Victoria decides to toast to, quote, our sons having hot moms and successful dads. Is this a polyamory? Right. Like, I have a lot of questions. <laughs> First of all, this doesn't make sense. How does she know they'll only have sons? Why are these sons, why do their sons have multiple fathers and mothers? <laughs> And also, why is this entire thing so sexist? It felt like she frames herself around being hot a lot. Yeah. In the show, in general. Like, her freaking out about the modeling and then being like, I'm in lingerie. I feel great. Um, Which, she is hot. She is hot. She is hot. But, yeah, it's like, aren't you more? Right. Are you you more than hot? You would love to see a woman consider the possibility that— there's something beyond being a hot mom. Yeah. Not that that's bad. Also, that's even great. for, I mean, success is important, obviously, but like, there's more to being a dad than being a success, like, successful. Like, oh, absolutely. You be, like, a, a nice, good right. dad. It's, it's, there's, nothing, there's nothing wrong with being hot or successful. Great thing. Yeah. That's good I mean, for you. I you know? Being yeah. Both. yeah, exactly. <laughs> As an extremely successful hot person, um, but not a mother, I can say it's fantastic. <laughs> but you would just, there's something really gross feeling about the contrast between the hot mom and the successful dad. Totally. Totally. It's very 1950s. Also, girl, don't sell yourself short. Get a hot dad. You know? Totally. Like, honestly, the the comment wouldn't have bothered me if she said hot mom and hot dad. Yeah, or successful <laughs> mom and successful dad. Yeah. It was the contrast that was yeah. weird. And yeah, then also she was talking about them, but in multiples. And, you know. And then Peter was saying he wants to have either two or four kids so that they can go on roller coasters, which is so weird and kind of endearing, but, like, it, what? Like, is, is that, that, like, how, a is thing that, that happens all the time? Like, You're like, I couldn't possibly have one or three children yeah. because they will have to sit on the roller coaster alone. You know, some roller coasters have, like, three, three or five. Like, you can't plan your life around a roller coaster. I mean, Peter can. <laughs> Peter can and will. He's yeah. always said it. Yeah, this whole life. It actually is kind of cute to picture, like, a 10-year-old be like, you know, it's important to me to have two or four because of roller coasters. Well, Peter doesn't have to be the Peter's one. Peter's in a family of four. He, he also he loves doesn't his have family. to be the one getting pregnant. So, yeah. So four kids probably sound <laughs> great to him. Uh, as a woman, I was like, dear God. Yeah. That no, seems like you. a lot of pregnancy. But they are just super into each other. So Pete's really excited because, like, they're about to go to a surprise Chase Rice concert. Chase Rice happens to be, in Victoria's language, an ex. Right. Let's talk about this. Right. From what I have read from the statements that Chase Rice has made, it seems more like they hooked up one or two times. Yeah. He said they had one night together. In Charlotte. Yes. And I, it's not that I think, like, his word is bond. You know, no. they, I'm sure. Also, they could have, like, run in the same circles, been flirting for yeah. a while. They seemed to be quite comfortable around each other and, like, and friendly. Um, and I also think that this was really just, like, a beautiful coincidental blessing for production. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Because I think Chase Rice is the kind of, like, third-rate country star that they would book on this show anyway. Yeah. Um, and then I'm sure once they realized... Victoria knows this guy. They were like, hell yes. They put they this put her on his perfect. Because he's also said he had no idea. Yeah. Yeah. It sounded like he 
signed up to be on and then was totally surprised. And he's been kind of saying that he's upset with production for it. He's yeah. like, don't drag me into this. I listened to a radio interview with him, and he basically said at the time he was frustrated and kind of upset because, yeah, he didn't sign up. The musical guests on the show are never a part of the plot. They never show them talking to them. Like, no, he's got to promote his music. Yeah, that was interesting to see. But I actually loved it. Yeah, so Victoria yeah. and... Pete go out on the, you know, the tiny platform surrounded by people. Looks like a real nightmare. And Victoria realizes real quickly that it's Chase Rice. You know, she it seemed like as soon as she music. heard the music, yeah. she was like, her eyes just got bigger. She's like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah. And then she's kind of trying to avoid Chase's eye contact. He, you also see a look of surprise and a little bit of befuddlement in his face. Yeah. But they're just powering through. And Pete even comments like, oh, you you know the lyrics to this song. I thought it was funny that she was trying to pretend she didn't know him, but also was singing along. It's like, pick a lane. Like, <laughs> you need to, like, what are you doing here? I think she was just how did you Okay, how do you think she should have handled this? Because she didn't tell Peter at the time that she knew him. I I think that if you were able to plan this, the wisest thing to do would have just been like, holy shit, I dated that guy. This is so weird and funny. Like, yeah, say I think that you have right to away, frame it as funny. As funny. Right away. Yeah, like, oh, That's this is the super best awkward, but it. I know him. You know, even yeah. something like that. I get why she sort of clammed up and didn't say it in the moment. Especially being in front of all those people. Right. Like, I don't, I don't actually blame her for not... No. It just made it harder on her. I herself. think she spun out in a degree that she didn't need to later, but I yes. kind of get why she didn't say something right away. Same. I think in an ideal world, though, you would just be like, oh, man, this is so awkward. Crazy. Like, I used to date that guy. Yeah. And you would laugh. I also imagine after it seems like she and Peter were kind of separated with producers yes. because they we didn't really see the two of them interact again. But we did see both Peter and Victoria interact with Chase, which was fantastic because we, so we never see those more casual interactions. And it was kind of refreshing. Peter's like out here. Trying to make friends with Chase, know, like giving, giving him, him his, number. his number. He's like two Bs or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I loved it. And Chase is, to his credit, like not blown up Victoria's no. spot. He's he. He seems very chill. He seems very chill. Chase he Rice, handles. He came this. across pretty well. He, I episode. thought he was sort of the star. Yeah, I, and I, I left with to the, Victoria. He was like very. He was like just be yourself. Yeah, he seems nice. They didn't she, seem like an awkward. I don't think so. They didn't seem like there was any animosity. Right. Like, I, I know it could be really disturbing to run into an ex if they're, like, you know, somebody who... Was the love of your life and yeah, you broke and your heart. Or, yeah, or it was really painful. You, yeah. But they didn't seem like that. They just seemed kind of like, oh, hey. Like, I think oh, this they is kind of casually weird. hooked up or dated. Yeah. yeah. And Victoria was freaking out because... She was worried about how it would reflect on her to Peter. Right. I thought it was interesting that they didn't seem to acknowledge this, but it seems like you could see the argument being he would think that she was bad, that she dated a kind of semi-famous guy. Right. Now she's on this show. She's wanting to date another famous guy. But they didn't. They didn't get into that, which I thought was interesting because they didn't really get into why it would be upsetting to Peter that she dated I don't think Chase they had Rice. to get into the why because Victoria was just losing it, which right. all I kept thinking was, girl, you're allowed to have dated someone. Exactly. Like, I mean, cares? it's weird, but. Also, Peter's not a complete idiot. He knows that production obviously took advantage of this. Yeah. 
I felt like you could tell when they were talking about it that he was like, mm, he was annoyed at production. I got played here. Yeah. So they get to the nighttime and Victoria kind of right, which is good, right up front tells yeah. tells him. But she is totally freaking out, starting to cry really, really early on. And she says, you know, I broke it off with Chase because his lifestyle doesn't match up with what I want. And I really wanted to give it a try with Pete, um, with you, Pete. And he, his reaction is kind of great. He's like, wait, wait, like the singer Chase? <laughs> He's like, what? Like that guy I just, the guy I'm buds with now? Like that, like, wait, the guy at the concert? Yeah. That's, that's weird. That's so weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is the only good reaction. Yeah, I thought it was genuine and charming. He just keeps whispering, like, this is so freaking weird. (laughs) That felt like a, oh, gosh, it's weird to be on TV moment. Yeah. It's so weird to be The Bachelor. He couldn't say, like, oh, man, fuck you, production, but also well played. Like. Um, he so he just keeps saying it's weird. And Victoria, when she gets anxious, she starts whispering. Yes. And Leaves and goes and hides in a corner. I don't, I don't understand. I don't understand either. The second of these time we've moves. seen her do this. Like, why are you whispering? You still have a mic on. Yeah, why? she does a lot of baby voice, a lot of whispering. Yes, a lot of. I'm so fragile. I have to walk away. Like, if you just don't even want to try with me, I understand. And and of course, and then, you're watching it and it's like, what? Why? Why would he? <laughs> like, and then that puts would him you break in a position up with somebody because you saw their ex. Like, no. Like, that's crazy. It makes no sense. Yeah. She seems like the type of person who can get spun up. And I wouldn't be surprised if producers were, like, helping her along that path. Like, oh, do you think he's going to be upset? Oh, absolutely. I also think, though, she knows how to get someone's sympathy. Oh, totally. And she does it well. Yes. A Victoria trait, perhaps. Yes. God. Um, so they make out. Pete's like, let's just laugh it off. And Victoria's so relieved. She's like, Peter's an amazing man because he's accepted me at my lowest point. Lowest point? I know. I was like, oh, what a good life. Your lowest point <laughs> is that one time you saw your ex yeah. who you hooked up with like three times. Yeah. That's, That's your great. lowest That's point. So I'm great. so happy, I'm happy for, for her. You. Yeah. <laughs> well, she's only 23 or something. 24. Yeah. I've had worse moments by 24. Worse than by see, a lot. seeing an ex while I'm on a date with another hot guy. Yeah, I've had I had worse than that by 24. <laughs> I had worse by, than that by like 10. Exactly. Um, anyway, they dance in front of a cello guy. He's Victoria didn't date him. Well, that's why we don't care about him. Unimportant. Uh, Peter's yeah. move that he she was honest with him, which that's all he wants. It's all he says is like, "Thank you so much for being honest." To anybody. To anybody. That's, that's like oh, all no. he needs from somebody is he them just, to just share their truth. He needs them to share their truth, <laughs> be honest, and then he can look at their heart in their chest oh and God. see how beautiful it is. <laughs> uh, I want more for Peter, honestly. More yeah. than just you have a woman who said she had an ex-boyfriend. Like He's like, this is how I know we're building a really strong foundation and meaningful relationship. Yeah. And I just want... I, I want Please. better indicators for Peter in that. Yes. <laughs> yes. You should hope for more. Yeah. Uh, but back at the house, we start, you know, getting the lead up to the group date. The women are all say, you know, they think Victoria is probably going to get the rose. She, They seem to have a good connection. Uh, McKenna, again, 
does not want another group date. She wants the one-on-one. So we know she will definitely, definitely get the group date. It, yeah. And the group date goes to Victoria P., Kiara, Kelly, Deandra, Madison, Lexi, Shan, Tammy, Sydney, Hannah Ann, Savannah, McKenna. Let's tackle love together. So this is a huge group date, and it means that Kelsey is the only one left, so she's going to get the one-on-one. So immediately, all of the women on the group date Furious are from angry, the start. Which I would be, too, because you can tell this is going to be an awful sports challenge date. Yes. One of the and most obvious love cards. Yes. Or, love, love cards. cards. <laughs> date cards. I prefer love cards. Yeah. Uh, and also, they know they're already not going to get any time to talk to Peter. Yeah. Especially the competition ones, they don't get any time. And, it's and if it's 13 torture. people, they super don't get any time. And a lot of these women had to do the first competition date. Yeah. Like, if I was made to do two physical challenges on this show, I mean, there's so so many reasons I can't go on this show, but <laughs> being a part of a sports-related physical challenge, like, that just gives me— I would me, definitely be like, my back. Yeah. It's injured. It gives me real, real, like, sixth-grade gym class— Totally. Trauma vibes. Uh, I really, I did actually relate to McKenna oh, on this Oh, totally. Date. Watching her try and catch the ball and then be like, let me try again. And then and again, then Again, totally. being really bad. See, except then I really hate being bad at things. So I probably would have started crying oh, from sheer frustration. Oh, definitely. I would have started crying. Yeah. I played softball for a while, uh, like adult softball, and I cried just all the time. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> so I don't like to be bad at things. I even feel like, oh my God. I like such cry, a failure. I cry when I get a lot of gutter balls at bowling. Oh, like, it's horrible. It's failing really frustrating. I don't We're like revealing it. are a lot. Yeah, but, I don't, yeah. Look, this is not a good <laughs> side of myself, but no. I don't do well with this. Um, but these women, a lot of them are quite athletic. And oh they are gosh. ready to play I football. I was very impressed. Very in, impressed In the, the Browns football. stadium. I did wonder... You know the NFL is is really investing in a PR campaign nationally yeah. because of parents are of problem. all the CTE. Yeah. Parents are pulling their kids out of football leagues. Yeah. And so the NFL, I was like, is this part of the NFL's like image boost? Like, look how fun this game is. It just brings women together. <laughs> we love women. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, I thought they showed a crazy amount of just football. Yeah. Like, just watching them play football. I was like, what am I watching? Why am I watching this? They got legit coached by two former Browns players. Yeah. I was very impressed, though, by how good some of them were. Sheehan? Yeah. So is, good. Deandra was good. And Deandra, they're really good at football. They were really fast, too. Yeah. This is all I know about football. These are, you have to catch it. You have to run fast. <laughs> and you then you, you beat it. the shit out of people, too. Yeah. <laughs> Take people down. Yeah. I would be bad at all of it. I would be the one, like, running around, like, trying to run around, like, near the ball, but never, like... Yeah. Never be the one that anyone wants to throw to. No. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm just looking... Looking like, at oh, the sky. Oh, I tried. Oh, yeah. it's so sad. I couldn't get to it. <laughs> Meanwhile, Victoria P. is pulling off the scam of the century. Oh, genius. So smart. So smart. I would have been so bitter at her because I would not have had the balls to do it. Right. She pulls it off so well. She manages to get out of it and not look bad. Like right. to, to the lead. And get extra attention. So she's like, my back hurts. One thing I've noticed about Peter is he doesn't seem as shy as I think would be wise of him to be about showing affection to women in front of other women. No one so on this season. he's over on the side, like, rubbing her back and, like, they're laughing. I just feel like if I, if I were one of the women playing, I'd be pissed. Same. Look, he's not strategic. 
No, no. He doesn't think ahead. He's like very in the moment in a way that is bad. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> um, but these some of these women are excellent at football. Victoria's off there like giggling, getting a massage and coaching, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. She basically just yells like, yay. And the whole thing is one of these teams is supposed to win and therefore get more private time with Peter. So they are like tackling each other. Yeah. They're getting out their frustration and aggression on the field. Oh, yeah. Um, these women, they they multiple times, the women afterwards bring up that they have actual bruises all over their bodies. Yeah, Natasha had, like, an ice pack and, like, a... Like, like women like, are out here getting yeah. injured on yeah. this football field, and Victoria's getting a neck massage. Good for her. Good for her. Yeah, good scam. Their team names... Are, like, who named these teams? One was the Killer Bees because they were wearing yellow. Yeah. My boyfriend is very scared of bees, specifically their thoraxes. And so, like, that's all. It's very weird. What's their thorax? Like, they're. It's been a while since they're like, school. The, like, bulbous part of oh, their body. Like, their main part. <laughs> yeah, the main their part. main part. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's, like, all I could so think about. Yeah, it's specific. Really weird. Um, <laughs> but endearing. And now he's ruined bees for me because that's all I think about. I was like, where are the women's thoraxes? <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, but they end up tying, thanks to Deandra. Yes. Just gets a touchdown Epic last touchdown. minute. And everyone is pissed. Madison is pissed. Natasha's pissed. I loved Madison being pissed because all we've seen of Madison is being so sweet and happy. And she's like a former amazing basketball player. Yeah. She's, and I was she's like, an athlete. Oh, I see and it. She grew I see up, the athlete. She grew up in a football family. I yeah. Think. I was so, like, yes, this is – I like the edge same. on Madison. Same. I want – It's nice to see it. You know, that locker room part was actually quite charming to me because we got to see Madison and Natasha and Deandra and, like, all these women – and Sheanne, like, all these women that have really been pushed to the sidelines. Mm-hmm. I mean, Madison, not in the show, but the last two episodes, we've hardly seen yeah. anything from her. And we got to see more of their interpersonal dynamics. It was And fun. it was sweet. Like, Natasha said that she would block for Sheehan so that she could get, like, more time with Peter. That was nice. I loved that. It didn't I mean, work. I'm a real sucker for female friendships oh, on absolutely. this show. And we've gotten just a lot of real cruelty yeah. highlighted between the women. And I want more of these sweet moments like we saw mm-hmm. just the good locker room talk. Yeah. <laughs> on The Bachelorette, they show that. Like, they show the men all hanging out and being friends. So I wish they'd do more of that on The Bachelor. But. And I feel like they usually do. This season yeah. feels particularly bad in that respect to me. Yeah. Although it's mostly them ganging up on, like, three different people. Yeah. Maybe it's just that a lot of They're the women have been totally erased because group dates keep getting hijacked or, yeah. like, canceled. And Peter doesn't really know how to draw good boundaries. Correct. We're going to take a quick break, but when we get back, we'll have a whole lot more on the beauty and drama of Cleveland. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Emma, what's the first thing that you would do if you had an extra hour in your day? 
Would it be sleep? Would it be get a delicious pastry from the bake shop around the corner? Would it be, I don't know, get some actual writing done? Yeah. Read a book. I mean, my list is extremely long these days. There are not a lot of hours to spare. And you know, a lot of us do spend our lives wishing we had more time. The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and actually make it a priority. Yeah, this is something that I am often working on with my therapist. It helps you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash love to see it today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash love to see it. Are you one of those people who thinks they don't have time to prioritize wellness? If so, Aloe Moves is here to change your whole mindset. From beginner to advanced, Aloe Moves has the flower class that will fit your whole schedule, even if your schedule is very complicated and ever-changing like mine is. And their classes range from five minutes to an hour, depending on what you're feeling that day, which is so convenient. They've got award-winning workouts like sweat-inducing yoga flows, HIIT classes, or reformer Pilates workouts. Truly, truly have it all because you can also find stress relief with meditations, affirmations, face yoga, gua sha, dry brushing, and journaling for those quieter moments. I am one of those people who really struggles to prioritize wellness. I did before I had kids, and now it's even harder because you're always doing pickup or drop off. You're making a lunch. You're like dealing with some need that your children have or you're working. And Aloe Moves allows me to just fit those workouts in, in those spare moments when I find myself with an extra 30 minutes of time, I can do a yoga class. I can do something that gets my heart rate up and it really works with my lifestyle. So unlock your personal wellness routine with Aloe Moves. Go to alomoves.com now and use code LTSI20 for an exclusive 30-day free trial and enjoy 20% off an annual membership. That's alomoves.com code LTSI20. alomoves.com code LTSI20. I am someone who is perpetually facing the issue of my closet is messy and full, and yet I feel like I have nothing to wear. Mm -hmm. But Quince has been an absolute game changer for my style. Same. If I really need a new luxury basic, I know where I'm going to find one that is going to fit the bill, work for a lot of different occasions and styles. And I'm also going to stay on budget, which is a huge plus. They have items like 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters for just $50, organic cotton sweaters, washable silk tops, and timeless 14 karat gold jewelry. The best part is that all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And by partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passing... uh, and passes the savings on to us. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. I love Quince for their wardrobe basics. Like I have a really amazing leather blazer from Quince, but I also have gotten really into like their luggage and travel accessories. I just purchased an incredible neoprene weekender bag. And it is such high quality. The color is beautiful. And I spent about half as much as I would have spent 
on a very similar product from a fancier brand name. Indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash LTSI for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash LTSI to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash LTSI. If you're a wine lover, here's a little secret. There is a personalized wine club that has amazing wines and exclusive perks. It's called First Leaf. As a First Leaf member, you get to discover new wines you're guaranteed to enjoy. To start, you just answer a few questions on their website about what flavors you like, how often you drink wine, and if you prefer red, white, or rosé. As always, I love a quiz. (laughs) And based on the answers that you give, First Leaf curates a really amazing selection of wines just for you. Later, when you rate those wines, your wine selection gets even more tailored. Choose when the wine is delivered and how often to get new assortments of wine. If you want wine pairing advice or to talk about the wines in your box, you can always speak with one of their First Leaf experts. As someone who loves wine but really doesn't know much about why I like certain bottles and what it goes with, this is such an incredible way to get to know your own taste in wine better. I know. I totally agree. I got to try the Chenin Blanc from South Africa that is part of First Leaf's premium wines collection, and it was so good, and it was not something that I would have necessarily picked out myself a quiz, and good wine. I mean, everyone's winning here. (laughs) Join the club today and discover new wines you'll love with First Leaf. Go to tryfirstleaf.com slash LTSI to get your first box. That's T-R-Y firstleaf.com slash LTSI. Tryfirstleaf.com slash LTSI. Anyone who's been listening to this podcast for a while or even not that long knows that we love article. I mean, honestly, I'm looking around my home right now. Coffee tables from article. That lovely chair out on my deck. Article. Our big console. Article. I'm My bed frame. Article. This is an article household. It is. And it's, I mean, it was an inspiration to me. We finally got our first article piece of furniture recently, our new couch. And my husband and I are both constantly just like, how did we live before this couch? This is such an improvement over what we had before. It's so comfortable. It just seems to get more comfortable every day. I mean, it's the couch you dream of. And the reason that we have both been able to find ideal furniture on Article is because Article believes in delightful design for every home. And thanks to their online-only model, they have some really delightful prices, too. Their curated assortment of mid-century modern, coastal, industrial, Scandi, and boho designs makes furniture shopping simple. And their team of designers are all about finding that perfect balance between style, quality, and price because we all want the best of all of those three things united in one piece of furniture, right? Plus, they're dedicated to thoughtful craftsmanship that stands the test of time and, you know, looks good doing it. Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. To claim, visit article.com slash LTSI and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash LTSI for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. And now back to the show. So we head to the night portion of the date. It's all 13 women. They all keep talking about how the state is large and they can hardly fit on the couches. Even Peter walks in and says, wow, this is large. (laughs) Which, Pete, 
My like, guy. Yep. That, that's not how you like make these women feel better. <laughs> it's like, yep, you're mad. Want to keep being mad? <laughs> and then everyone is ready for like Sheehan to get Peter first because she yeah. was obviously the MVP of the football game. And then, of course, Victoria P. Pulls it right. first. Which, that was weird. I, I feel I'm, like that was encouraged by some Definitely, but I'm also just like, I'm out on Victoria P. after this episode. Yeah. I, I don't, don't like trust her. her. I don't really trust her either. I don't. We can, we'll get more into yeah. that, but yeah. So, and I also, look. She also seems so over the top. You pulled off the scam of the century. Yes. Don't <laughs> rub it in by having a conversation with Peter where all you say is, I just love football so much. Like, I wish I could have been out there playing. And she's like, I'm just cheering on all these beautiful women that I've gotten to know. I just wanted to be out there. I was like, okay. Like, uh, any of these beautiful women would have preferred to be in your position. So, Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. (sighs) She's just just a lot. I feel like it's always, like, yeah, talking about, like, having kids. Like with him, seemingly, or like with a husband, but you know. But that husband is undercurrent. implied to be him. Yeah, yeah. The two of them, both Peter and Victoria P, seem like very quick, like very serious, and I feel like it's probably going to flame out. I agree. I I think that often when people are overly effusive in a way that isn't earned, and this is like on the show, but also I feel like I've been I've been in relationships with people that start off where they're saying all of these really intense things. And when it's not earned, like, that eventually usually reveals itself to, to not really have a lot of yeah. substance behind it. Yeah, absolutely. And I, it feels like that's what's happening here. Like, it's like they both want to get married and have kids, so I guess we should do it together. And her vision of her life is just cheering on her kids at a football game, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Uh, with her husband. That's all she wants. Yeah. Which I get, look, good for her. She doesn't mention being hot. That's true. Or she, him being successful. As so, long as. That's fine. As long as you can perhaps allow your children to get micro brain injuries. Oh yeah. <laughs> then she'll be happy. Meanwhile, Sheehan is pissed. Maddie is pissed for her. I, I liked this side of Madison, this like yeah. defender of Me other and women. Madison. I yeah. like it. Uh, Sheehan even says, do I have to be a shit person to get some time? I'm like, honestly, yes. That's the line of the episode. You do. You do. You have to be incredibly selfish. And also, the unfortunate reality is, like, Peter has to be into you. That's what I was going to (laughs) say. You have to have the lead like you. And I don't really get that sense. I think he enjoys Sheehan as a person. They seem, but it feels really like a friendly vibe. Well, especially, so she goes and gets her alone time with him. And she launches into it by saying she's really frustrated. She doesn't like that um, Victoria pulled him first. And I I get it. Like, she should be able to express herself. But at the same time, it's just never a good move. It's not a good move. Like, you get so little time. And, like, spending it by being like, I'm upset is just not. It's not going to work. Especially because Peter doesn't really care that much. So he's not that reassuring. Yeah. He's like, oh, I know. It's frustrating. Yeah, he gives her <laughs> like, nothing. I'm glad I got to spend more time with Victoria P, who I, I like more. So, And then, of course, Tammy is talking about Alea and how she just needs some time with Peter because the last two parties, like, half of the women got no time with Peter because Alea, you know, there was the Alea-Victoria P drama happening. And then Alea comes up the stairs. 
looking just so pleased with oh, she is the smirking. fact that she's about to start some shit. She's she like, is, this is awesome. The women start yelling, like, there's a ghost in the room. The ghost of Alea walked in. Do you think that what that was fuck? literally at the time that she was watching? Like, do you think she could hear them saying that? It kind of seemed, seemed like, like it, it, but that, that would be so weird. That could have been editing. I don't know. I was like, that's weird. I don't know what I would, how I would react. I don't know either. I think I would have just been like shocked face. Like, yeah. Like <gasps> Hannah Ann just had like a face with just her, yeah, jaw dropped. Just, yeah. Like what? And then Tammy looks at the camera and says, everyone is shooketh to the core. <laughs> I love Tammy. <laughs> I love Tammy too. Alea, of course, interrupts poor Sheehan. Amazing. Of course. It's of so, course. They're trying to make yeah. Sheehan go insane. They, and they're succeeding. Yeah. And Alea says she's there to clear her name. And she thinks that Peter let himself get manipulated. She didn't have a chance to defend herself. And she, you know, the initial conflict was about the fact that Alea allegedly wanted Victoria P. to lie to production. Yes. But then this part of the conflict sidesteps that and becomes about Victoria P. lying that they weren't friends. Yes. None of this seems consequential to me. <laughs> no, although I get why Peter gets upset because... Same. Victoria was very emphatic that they were not friends. That they spent, they spent three, hours three hours together. together. So if I was in his situation and then I heard, like, no, we went on a trip... To Vegas to with, Vegas. like, four other people. Like, I would be like, that's upsetting to yeah, me. Yeah, that, I think, is more upsetting than Alea. Alea's thing was weird. It was weird because it was like, of course production will know. Like, you were Miss Texas and also, Miss Louisiana. Also, again, there Louisiana. are literally met, like, photos on social media of them yeah. in Vegas together. <laughs> so weird. Also, what was Victoria thinking, given that there are photos? I think claiming- she thought... Maybe Alea she just will meant be we're gone. not really good friends. I think in her Which mind, get, she was but... saying, I don't really like her. But instead, she said, you know, we're not friends. I've only spent, like, three hours of quality time with her. Whatever. I don't yeah, know it what. It doesn't make any sense. It's also just, it's a lie. It's not true. Yeah. It was her truth. I think it was her truth. She doesn't, she <laughs> just doesn't like Alea, and that's fine. But instead, it becomes this bigger thing. Uh, and Alea, in her mind, they were friends, which... Honestly, makes sense because if you went on a group trip of five with someone, I too would think we were friends, even if we weren't best friends. Yeah, at least like casual. Like I would say that was my that's my friend. Yeah, like I know her. <laughs> yeah. I, I know her. They probably have each other's cell phone numbers. They and Alea says we they were say texting. They do. Yeah. We were texting up until we came on the show. You know, and Detective Pete is like, I am on the case. Someone <laughs> is lying. Someone who who could it be? Yeah, he's so distressed. So he pulls Victoria P. And he says, look, I trust you, but also I don't trust you at all. I mean, correct. Which is the correct thing. And Victoria doesn't try to deny it. She just says, my truth is the truth. And then just full white lady cries. Yes. She's like, if I just start crying about how I showed him my heart, then, you know, he won't be able to really accuse me of lying. Yeah. And Pete I found this very calls this out a little bit. Yeah. I feel like so Victoria has had this like very like her story is like very tragic. Like I'm not trying to take away from that, obviously. But the way that she kind of brings up like I told you about this intense thing. So therefore. So therefore, like I am a wonderful person and would never lie. It's just it's it's 
manipulative. It seems like she's just trying to like. Let take me tell away. you, bad things can happen to people who do bad things. Yeah, like this is not there. There's not. You don't have to be like a pure of heart person to have had something that's like genuinely tragic and difficult happen in your life. Yeah, <laughs> just gonna <laughs> put tragic. that out there. And, and she doesn't necessarily have to be a horrible person to have like said something that was like kind of a lie like no just be like you know what like in the moment like I was just kind of like freaking out what I meant to say is that we like weren't really friends but like we did go on this trip but it was kind of like a weird like a bunch of like and I'm, winners I'm or sorry whatever. That, I'm really sorry I'm sorry I misrepresented that yeah. but it he was he likes her he would have probably he forgiven figured her figured it out a way to get over it yeah uh, but, and I Instead, also found she just it cries. she cries a lot and I also find it interesting that Victoria's whole thing with Alea was that Alea is manipulative. Yeah. And this felt more like manipulation it did. than the Alea stuff. And now I feel like I'm like out here standing for Alea, but I don't even like Alea. I know. It's very weird to be in a situation <laughs> where I'm like, Alea's being bullied. Yeah. Well, I don't really feel that way, but yeah. So Peter's team, like... Team no one. Team no one. They're both sort of liars and also their lies are inconsequential, so I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> Um, it all just seems a little bit manufactured and silly. So Alea and Peter and Victoria P. all sit down. Pete's like, let's just settle it. Victoria P., they go into full pageant mode. just like They the, give each other the this big hug. hug. Very weird. It's It must be like At a, a moment, pageant Victoria wipes like, makeup slash a tear off of Alea's face. I'm it's like, really weird. You guys aren't friends? Like, I wouldn't do that. I don't know. It was really weird. Their um, vibe is very strange. Alea comes off better, I think. Oh, absolutely. Victoria can't defend herself at all. She's just like, this is, I had to tell him because I. she reminds him again that I felt like I was falling, or like I had said that I was falling for him in love. And so she had to say it. And Victoria has no defense. No. She just keeps saying, well, my truth, I, I thought Peter deserved what I felt like my truth was. But this is like an objective <laughs> fact. Like, did you guys hang out more than three hours or not? And the and answer you is yes. Because <laughs> you literally went to Vegas together. And then Pete, ever, ever, um, you know, observant, says, I'm not deaf. I'm hearing what Alea is saying in front of Victoria. And she's making points. True. I mean, show me the she's lie. She's making points. Show me the lie. Oh, God. Peter is just staring at some sharks. Some sharks. I love that. It was good. I was like, why are, are they in an aquarium? I guess so. We never even established <laughs> that, but it, it's there somewhere where there are there large, are large sharks. tanks that of is sharks. a big tank. Yeah. But Everybody yeah, else a, is furious. Understandably, because they're like, yet another fucking date. Yeah. Where, like, a couple, like, white ladies are crying and no one else gets to speak to him. And I feel like, so just from reading, like, Charlene Joints, um, the former contestant, her blog, like, one thing she always points out is that they also are forced to talk about it. So it's not just frustration about, like, their time being taken, their time with Peter. It's also, like, they're forced to sit on a couch and, like, continually talk about Alea. In groups and Like, hey, like, what do you think about Alea? Like, over and over. Like, I would just go nuts. Yeah. Yeah. So I think all these women are really frustrated at the show, and they're really frustrated at Peter. Yeah, because Peter's <laughs> letting it happen. And the rest of this episode, to me, felt like a lot of almost misdirected anger because it's not totally. that productive. It's, there, there's not really a good way for them to be able to be angry at Peter. So instead, 
that anger is directed at Alea. Yes. Who is just like the symbol for the thing that's very frustrating. Right. Um, and Peter, you know, forces the women on this already very tight couch to scoot over while he brings Alea in and says, you know, I got influenced and I didn't trust my heart. And, you know, I just have to follow my heart. So I'm giving Alea the group day rose. And then he just leaves. Yeah. And a bunch of women haven't talked to him yet. He's like, oh, yeah, I'm sorry about that. But uh, yeah. this is my heart. Yeah. Yeah. If I were them, I'd be really mad. And they are. They're very you know, they mad. Are, they are mad at him, though. They are mad at they him. They voice that more than in the a, past. I want to say a couple of them voice it. Yeah. Natasha voices is does not misdirect her age. Deandra voices her anger. Mm-hmm. Tammy, I think, voices her frustration at Peter. But a lot of them kind of just talk around it and end totally. up yeah. being really mean to Alea, who also is not particularly nice. <laughs> Natasha no. just gets up and is like, fuck this, I'm leaving, which good for her. I'm very, uh, I, I get it. Like, I, I get tricked, and I don't know why I allow myself to get tricked by the teasers, but I had thought that they got up and left in the middle of the date. I From wish. the teaser, and I thought that was so awesome. I was like... Hell yeah. Peter really beat them to it, though, because he didn't give them time. He left them no time to walk out because the first time they saw him, he, like, gave a rose and bolted. Yeah. They They were robbed of that moment. Totally. And the next day, the women are still upset. Uh, and, of course, you know, mostly at Alea. We missed a key moment, which is that Alea was like, what's going on in the house? And then she's like, actually, I know everything. <laughs> she's been, like, off reading Twitter or Reality Steve or whatever. And she tells some of the women that uh, Victoria dated Chase Rice. Yeah. And I, what dun, are your dun, thoughts dun. on this? Do you feel like she's just, I think she's just kind of dumb? Start, I thought or do you think she was trying, trying to start shit? I think she was trying to start shit. Just the way she said it. She was like, oh, you guys didn't know? It was, was like, weird. Of course they didn't know. It's like they, they could have known if Victoria had if Victoria chosen to talk them. about it or if production had made it a thing. I'm curious whether she knew actually from the internet or whether she knew from Oh, I from think she read Reality Steve. It, the way she was talking about it, because Reality Steve, did, my did understanding that? is that he... Yeah. Um, I mean, that date was tends, huge. I mean, there I, were a I, bunch I, of people there, so right. I'm sure it was I, out there. I avoid reading it, but while filming is happening, I know that Reality Steve is reporting and, like, posting. Yeah. Uh, this is why I don't follow him on Twitter, because I don't want to be, like, accidentally bombarded by And he's really annoying. Stuff. Um, well, <laughs> to each his own. Uh, uh, but he does post, you know, photos and videos in real yeah. time. Yeah, so and there were a lot I'm of people sure, on that date. They yeah, had their cell I'm phones sure out. she saw that. I'm sure she had read that Victoria has a past with Chase. Like, yeah. there were a lot of people around. It, the whole thing, it, to me, it just seemed like a dumb move. You know? Yes. Like, it you're, seems like she... You're coming back. You should try to ingratiate yourself or at least lay low. Yeah. Instead, she just starts spilling all the tea. Yeah, I don't get it. I mean, she just likes being the center of attention, I think, which is which fine. most of these women do. Yeah. You're on TV. I get it. I mean, I don't get it, but, like, I get it intellectually. I don't I've watched to enough it. of this <laughs> yeah. show that I get it, but, yeah. It's not wise, but. So we still have to talk happens. about an entire Kelsey. other one-on-one, which I almost forgot happened. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. I was like, oh, we're doing fine on time, but no. Uh, yeah, Kelsey. 
She gets to she gets the date of just wandering around, which I always actually think seems like a pretty good date. I mean, I have no strong desire to wander around Cleveland. No offense to Cleveland, but they get to chat. They get to, like, laugh together. They seem like they're having a lot of fun, dancing, riding around in little, uh, what are those called? The soap. Cars? Little soapbox? Soap, soapbox cars? I think so. <laughs> right? I don't know. Little, little cars. Yeah, the soapbox racing, yeah. I think. Yeah. And, uh, they look like they have fun. They look like they had fun. They got to hang out with some cute tweens. Yeah. Peter says that she is a no drama person, which I loved. I was like, she caused so much drama for you. There's been so much that's happened since then, though, that's that true. Peter has conveniently forgotten. Like Champagne Gate. Kelsey's so lucky. Champagne Gate is yeah, seems totally like a, a fun time now. I wonder if her and Hannah Ann just kind of patched it up. I think they did. And now they're cool, so it's just like not worth pushing anymore. I think and and from Peter's perspective, you know, I think it was one it was one night yeah. where Kelsey was upset, but he didn't really And he didn't see some he didn't of the see bad that much parts. of it. Like I would be very turned off if I found out somebody I was like early stage dating, like, you know, was like you're a bitch, like you're a princess. To somebody, I would be like, mm. Hannah did tell on Kelsey, but I think it. But he didn't see it. I yeah, don't know. I agree. I agree. I think he it didn't see it. A, he, she said, she said, and, they and it were wasn't both, really they both a, came off petty, and it and just, it wasn't really about him. Like now, no. the drama is really involving him. Yes. Yeah, he can't ignore it. Right. So he's Kelsey's just like a breath of fresh air. He's like, bring on the champagne, and also, you know, Kelsey is a little bit older, and I wonder if that. Yeah. Comes across in their one-on-one time. She came off very mature when he told her about Alea coming back. Yes, I agree. She said, um, you know, I think it's important that if we end up together that you don't have any questions. You've considered questions. everyone. You've, yeah. And so I think that's fine. He was really appreciative of that. I think, you know, even if that's not really how she feels, I have no idea. But it's a smart answer. It's a good way to answer it. It's a great way you to answer it. You mature. You make him feel better also feel like she was in the best position to react well to it because she's her time was not sacrificed because Alea yeah. returned I was confused wouldn't she know didn't Alea although Alea no. maybe seemed like she was in a different hotel room when they were talking later so I don't even know that know. it's that I think it's also that probably this date started very early in the morning and, and they didn't asleep. and they didn't finish filming yeah. that other date probably till like 3 a.m yeah. so I I thought, oh, they could have just literally missed each other. Yeah, yeah, that's totally true. Um, I bet the other women are allowed to sleep in a little bit after that kind of night. I'd hope I so. I hope so. <laughs> so Kelsey, you know, during the night portion of the date, they get to have a little dinner, which obviously they don't touch. But overlooking the Cleveland skyline, yeah, this reminded me a little bit of kind of like the Dumbo waterfront uh, in New York. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it was nice. They yeah. had a good view. The weather looked nice. Cleveland. Visit Cleveland. Cleveland. Very beautiful. The most beautiful place to fall in love. <laughs> and Peter just wants to, you know, understand what makes Kelsey Kelsey. He really just sets her up in a kind of weird like it's like he knows this is the time in the one-on-one date where you tell me your, your trauma like, <laughs> deepest trauma and i like nod and say, and say wow, you're strong you're strong i see why you are the way you are like if it, it just felt very like here is the formula and so she told her story which was very sad about incredible parents sad. getting divorced and it sounded like her dad just basically left her mom out of the blue and she found out first because there was a note in his wedding ring on the counter 
I didn't get a awful. sense of how old she was. She I said she, she just said came she, home from basketball practice. And she then didn't see him for 12 years. And she's 28. So sad. So. He, like, ha- you know, moved to Mexico, started a new family. New family. I it mean, sounded awful. It's It sounded really, really awful. Yeah. And so she was, she said she was basically, you know, raised by a single mom. Yeah. Um, for most of her childhood. And Peter says, I respect that so much about you, which is a weird response. Like, I respect it so much that your dad left your mom. Right. Like, what? I, I think what he's getting at is that he really respects single moms. Yes. But but that's not about That's not about, about Kelsey. Her. It's like, wow, I really respect that your mom must be really strong. Right. It would have made would, sense if he had said, wow, I really respect you know, I yeah. have, like, a lot of respect for women who raise kids yeah. on their own. My grandmother and my mom came to this country, just the two of yeah, them. Which that was he then, interesting. Which he, yeah, he then goes into. It was interesting. It was just sort of an odd segue. And it's part of this bachelor ethos, which assumes that parents' uh, histories and marriages reflect directly on, like, the morality of yeah. the contestants. You're allowed sort of to have parents who are divorced but only if you've learned some big lesson from it and you definitely like only want your grandparents marriage now because you have in fact seen a marriage that didn't end although she didn't say how long her grandparents have been married which i felt was a real yeah it's true (laughs) you have to like tout that anniversary number do you know how long like your grandparents i do because they um had their 65th anniversary like two years ago I'm like, I mean, look, three out of four of my grandparents are dead, but I don't think I knew how long they were married. I only know because they hit that milestone. Yeah. I mean, otherwise I wouldn't. And even now I'm like, I think it was two years yeah. ago. Right. It's just, it's not a thing that most people necessarily like count every yeah. year their grandparents yeah. were married. Well, she didn't. So. She didn't. Yeah. Their date ends well. They seem happy. They seem into each other. She gets the rose and uh, fireworks go off. And then we get... A lot of bickering. Back to the drama. For the rest of the episode. Victoria F. has learned that Alea revealed the huge secret that she once went on some dates with a guy who plays country music. I thought it was interesting since this all, this anger was like all sent toward Alea from all the women about this moment that you could have also seen like a scenario where they would all be mad at Victoria F. Like, oh my gosh, she didn't tell them. us this. Like, what's she trying to hide? But they're also but they ready to be angry at Alea yeah. that this is just. It's a great bonding thing for all yeah. of them to hate Alea as much as they do. And this just kind of like them... Luke P. last season. Absolutely, and it gives them a good excuse for that anger. You know, oh, she she told Victoria F. secret. How yeah. could she? They they do not know the, what the word manipulative means. <laughs> yes, that's true. They're like she is so manipulative. She's she's a gossip. Yeah, and a shit stir for sure. I like to gossip. So I love to I, gossip. I that's what we're doing <laughs> yeah. literally right now. <laughs> that is why I have this show, just so I can gossip and uh, make Say it my it's profession. For work. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't think that behavior is particularly manipulative. You have to be a little bit smarter about it to actually be manipulative. Yeah, like what's her end game for it? It's totally unclear. (laughs) Like (laughs) nothing. So Victoria confronts Alea. And Victoria has made such a big deal about how she's so meek and, you know, she, she doesn't really take that many risks. She goes in and this is a girl who knows how to fight. 
Yes. She knows how to fight with other women. Yeah. Because she is like, you're a manipulative bitch. You're not just going to come in here and talk about me. You're fake. I'm not. Like, he, Peter's going to fucking know who you are. I yeah. mean. Yeah. Woo, zero to a hundred, Victoria Fuller. She doesn't seem meek in any way. Like, yeah. No. There was not a whisper in this conversation. No. No, no whispering. No hiding in the corner. That's safe for when you're talking to men. Right. Yeah. Men. <laughs> Gotta cry. Classically are known. It's to, a way to fix the love, fight. They just love when you're like, Peter, it's just really hard for me. Like, nights are really hard for me. Yeah. They have to comfort you I'm then. I'm so scared. Whereas Alea just like lay down the law. Yeah. Fuck you, Alea. Yeah. Uh, and Sydney is just having her moment because she hates Alea. Yes. She says she Alea started is all a of this. dark cloud. I'm. All of this just seems really stupid. It all seems like a situation where Alea wouldn't have to affect them so much if they weren't, first of all, you know, to their to defend them a little, like if they weren't being forced to talk about it, which I'm sure they are. But also just like don't let her get to you. <laughs> it's easier to say than to do. But like And I think for some of the women, again, they're they, really pissed at the show and pissed at Peter. So yeah. but then they have to talk about Alea. So yeah. that's where their anger kind of goes. Like Natasha Natasha says, you know, that was our rose. Like, Alea got a rose that was supposed to go to one of us. And I like that Natasha actually articulated more than once. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think Peter knows what he wants. And I agree with her. That seems true. Yeah. I don't think he knows himself. I don't think he has much of a backbone. He's a really hard time making decisions. It seems like every woman he goes out with, he likes. He's seen their heart. He's, he's, he's he can't like really, all in on each one of them. And he can't really articulate what he actually likes about any of them. No. Other than just he knows they're, they have they a good thing. They strong and they're, yeah. And they're beautiful and have a beautiful heart. Yeah. And he's seen that. Yeah. And they want And then anything anybody says to him, he's like, oh, that sounds true. <laughs> and then he goes to someone else and he's like, wait, he's but like, that ah. also sounds true. Yeah. Yeah. Not very discerning. Really all over the place. So Pete shows up to the cocktail party and all of the women are stone-faced. Pissed. Amazing. I loved it. It was so good. Deandra, a real shining moment for Deandra. I know who, until this episode, I had no idea who she was. Yeah, because they don't allow her to speak on camera. She cuts in and kind of says, I've never in my life felt so underrecognized by someone. We have literal bruises on our bodies. And then you walk in with Alea. And Natasha chimes in and supports her and says, you know, we were really, really hurt. Mm-hmm. And I was like, first of all, of course, it's the woman of, women of color who are left to actually confront this dude. Yeah. Like, all the white women are out here, like, cowering in the background, like, smiling and, like, just talking shit about Alea. So I really appreciated that we saw a few of these women go to Peter and say, this is really frustrating. There is anger here. Well, and they're showing that they, like— see themselves as having like value in this as well yes, like they're like you know point. i need to be re- i would like to feel respected um, right. respect and i did not time. feel respected respect my time respect this. that i'm here for you and you yeah, are not treating are giving out up a lot of their lives to be there so and at Natasha the very least seems, is the oldest in the house i yes, believe by, by years um and yeah always comes off as she you know she's got seems like she has experience dating like has thoughts on how she I mean, should be treated. the girl treated. has dated in New York. She's not trying to have her time wasted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and yeah. at the very least, I think they expect to be given the respect of, you know, three minutes with him. Exactly. Just getting skipped over at the... That's a, over a and over again. Not and just once. somebody else getting the rose. And 
It's an indignity. Natasha's still sitting there with her knee wrapped up. Yeah, I'd be furious. Um, Victoria P. Very pissed. Peter handled this terribly, though. Oh, yeah. He just says, you know, I apologize, but you need to accept my apology. I also didn't like that he apologized only to the two women who spoke up when really they were speaking about the frustration of everybody on the date. It wasn't just about the two of them. I mean... It was about him not respecting any of their time. Yeah. But Peter is very much a people pleaser. Yes. He just wants people to like him. So he's like, please, please just accept my apology. But then instead of taking any actions that would make them feel better. Like pulling like one of pulling them pulling one of them aside. He's like, but I actually have to keep excavating, you know, the truth of Alea. Yeah. So Victoria P. Maybe give me your insights for the fifth time yes. about how you don't trust Alea. And Victoria P. is pissed, I think largely for the, the same reasons as Deandra and Natasha. Yeah. She's pissed at Peter, uh, and she's pissed that he kind of threw her under the bus a little bit, even though... And part of me is like, she has a right to call Peter out, but then her reasoning was bad because she made it about Alea again. Right. Yeah, I mean, I kind of liked... When Alea did come back um, earlier, she said, I'll come back, but we need to like put this in the past. And it would have been great if they had. <laughs> I agree. Um, I I liked uh, another like thing I felt like kind of spoke to behind the scenes when Victoria P was like, he asked her to sit, which she ended up doing. But she said, I've had days to sit. And I like that. That she was like, yeah. I have done nothing but like sit around and like, I want to talk think to, about know. this shit and not yeah. be able to talk to you. Um, yeah, but, you know, it didn't seem like... I mean, she still doesn't have, like, a good reason for it. No, but I do think she's just frustrated at Peter, which did feel warranted. But then she goes, yeah, just talks more about Alea. And then it, and then basically she brings tells, up the Chase brings Rice up the thing. Victoria Fuller thing. Tells him to go talk to Victoria about it. Yeah. And Natasha is frustrated, you know, that Alea had said that because for a reason that I thought made a lot more sense, which is hey, you've been on the outside world. You've had access to all this information. None of us have had access to that. So to, like, lord it over everyone feels really frustrating. And it's almost like Alea is pointing out that the playing field isn't even, uh, isn't level. And Alea, again, is like, I didn't come back for any petty drama, which is I literally don't have time for this. (laughs) You like you literally you do. literally do you literally have all the time in the <laughs> you, world for this because yeah, that's nothing your job else right to now. do nothing going on and Peter sits down with Victoria Fuller I just I'm gonna start calling her VF and she's like I'm so embarrassed it was just between me and you that and all of our hundreds of friends who were at the private concert that Chase <laughs> Rice and I dated and now everyone knows and Peter again people pleaser is horrified by this which yeah. again. Why? It's It doesn't seem like that big of a deal to me. All of it could just be resolved by her being like, ah, oh, so awkward. Yeah. Nobody's mad. Like, none of the women are giving her a hard time about it. No, she's not suffered from this. She doesn't need to be embarrassed. It's just ammo for... Chase Rice was kind of cute. Totally. He was cute. You don't need to be Good embarrassed. Good beard. Good yeah. beard. Peter's trying to be his bro. Like, yeah. it speaks well for her. <laughs> but, again, this just turns into, like, a barrage of frustration directed at Alea to Peter. So first, Victoria Fuller says this. Then Sydney again says that kind of calls Peter out for knowing nothing about her, which is true. But she blames Alea. I like Alaya that she was this. like, "You don't even know my middle name. Like, is that important?" <laughs> he probably doesn't know anyone's middle name. No. And why would you? Like, yeah, I've dated people cares? for like significant <laughs> amounts of time and not known their yeah. middle name. 
you have to like really like specifically ask for that because it's not. It's the really thing not that relevant. Comes, it's not relevant to anything. And so Peter's like, after hearing all of this, the answer is talk to Alea again because all the women are very frustrated that I keep talking about yeah. and to Alea. So I should probably do it again. And Alea, of course, says, I'm getting torn to shreds. And Peter's True. response is, can you explain why everyone hates you? <laughs> I mean, not in his defense of this question, but I would be very concerned if I was dating somebody who, like, everyone hated. I would be, too. <laughs> I like, and that I, seems fat. And I like, get that what's he... What's going on? But she... I get she he doesn't say? understand. But, like, how, yeah, there's no good She's answer. Like, it's because I do suck. It's either, you're right, she either needs to, like, own that she did something horrible or she she's put in the position to be, like, I am everyone's victim. I've done nothing. Yeah, she's like, I have a big personality. People don't like it. And Peter is so stressed out. He's, like, he's got to loosen his tie. <laughs> he's in his ITM. He's, like, sweating. He, he can can't tell handle, he cannot he can't handle, handle being the pressure. bachelor at all. No, I'm like, bring Mike in. Just switch this guy out. <laughs> Poor Petey. Poor Petey. It's too much. He is very upset that in trying to be a people pleaser, everyone actually is angry at him. And this is, you know what? This is actually a, a useful lesson. Yeah, it is. When you peep, try to people please and just want everyone to like you, it doesn't work. Especially it's with, like, if it's with a bunch of people you're dating at the same <laughs> yes. time. Like, it's not, it's not going to be a success. And this is why, and you know, people had their own frustrations with, like, Nick Vile's season. But Nick was so good at making decisions. He was so decisive. He would and, be like, you know what? I don't like this person. Send them home. He didn't bring people back. And also, if he wanted someone to stick around that other people didn't like, he was like, that's your problem. But I'm going to kind of shut this down because this is this, this is, is my, my decision. decision. Yeah. And if Peter had just said, I like Alea, that is why she's back here. I'm excited to spend time with all of you, but I think we need to move past this and no one talk about it because this is the decision I'm making. It would have shut it down. Yeah. I think the problem is now it's also about whether Victoria P. is a liar. And so he wants to figure that out. But, I mean, again, he's— But also he's figured it he out. Can't. She did lie. Yeah. But it doesn't matter. Like, the lies weren't consequential. It matters or it doesn't. Like, if he is bothered, he should just let her go. And maybe he right. will. We didn't get a rose ceremony this week. I don't I mean, think he will. I, I don't think any of them are going going home. He'll, although he's it, still at the point where he can get rid of all the people he's just not into. Exactly. So. Like we know, like Deandra is like you know, or she is she, so beautiful. She's so beautiful. I want her on. She'll she'll be on Paradise. I feel yeah. like a lot of these women are just gonna get their due in Paradise. But this this end of the episode, we end on a cliffhanger, and it's just women yelling over each other. Yeah, you can't even decipher really what people are saying. It's just fighting. They're just fighting about Alea, but also someone's a liar and someone else is a liar. And then it just says to be continued. And Peter is pacing and it seems like everyone wants to leave. So they should just end the season. (laughs) Put us out of our misery right now. He can go back to Hannah Brown. Honestly, still, the premiere was my favorite episode of the season. Uh, and then we get a, a little credit sequence that was kind of cute with, yeah. with uh, Victoria Fuller and Peter shooting hoops. And Victoria Fuller yells Kobe Yeah, as, as uh, Peter attempts to make a basket, which he does not. Peter is bad at basketball. Peter is real bad at basketball, which I found endearing. Yeah. And I found her to be likable in this, too. I agree. And also, it was, a, it was like an odd odd timing. Yeah. I wonder if Kobe. that was a last-minute ad. 
it seemed like a normal clip that they yeah, would have. Yeah, and I think regardless. that is like a thing. A lot of people, yeah, people yell say, that, say yeah. that. But it was a weird, weird was, just yeah. weird timing between that and like the tiny plane. It was a lot of like, oh, oh yeah. yeah. What? But yeah. also, I guess, sort of a sweet tribute at the end there. Uh, and that's where we that's where we end. My God. <laughs> so much. So much. Yeah. And more tears to look forward to next week. Yep. Should we end our uh, episode by just like fighting back and forth for yeah, the at least ten minutes? You're a liar. <laughs> you're but right. it's so. But the, Sarah's a, a liar. Sarah, you know what? That you're bitch Sarah over there is a liar because <laughs> she, she lied. I know she lied because she's not here for the right reasons. And now it's time for feminism fails. Uh, our first, most specific one, because there are a few more general fem fails, was Victoria's really ham-fisted weird cheers cheers to our sons having hot moms and successful dads gonna give that one a four just for the really kind of gross stereotypical gendered language this felt really really sexist and i hope for victoria and all women that they can see themselves as having value outside of just being hot or not um and i also hope that Men don't just have to be, you know, breadwinners to be successful men or successful fathers. So, yeah, uh, I, I I didn't love it. Yeah. Uh, the next one is the all the misdirected anger at Alea when really they're all mad at Peter. Uh, we're going to give that a 3.5. That was just kind of an instance of, uh, you know, women should be allowed to say that they, like, have some level of worth and deserve respect from the guy that they're seeing Um and so, it, you know, it should be okay for them to be pissed at Peter, not just turn it all on another woman. And then finally, the repeated uses of the words bitch and fake. This all felt really, really gendered and pretty cruel. We rarely see men labeled as fake. Um, it feels sort of rooted in this assumption that, that women are not to be trusted. You know, there's some sort of inherent, like, double personality or new face that a woman can put on. And we just don't see men really being described this way, even though I'm sure men are just as likely to, you know, act a little bit differently when you're, they're being recorded on camera, which yeah seems pretty normal. So going to give that one a four and also, like, just don't call another woman a bitch if you can avoid it. Just putting it out there. And that's it for Here to Make Friends. Thanks to our guest and guest co-host, Elise Foley. And of course, our producers, Nick Offenberg and Sarah Patterson. Please subscribe to Here to Make Friends wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss a moment of Peter's season recaps. And give us a five-star rating and review. Give us a follow on Facebook and Instagram at Here to Make Friends Pod. And you can follow us individually on Instagram and Twitter. I'm at Elise Foley. And I'm at Emma Lady Rose. Emma and Lee will be back next week for episode five.
Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire.